go past this unless you answer where you're from originally here in Sweden. I mean, oh, okay, so like I've had I've had that feeling a bunch personally. Like, yeah. you know, it, like a lot of elderly people used mm-hmm. to ask me that as a kid, like, where are you from? Then I was like, yeah, I was born in that town or whatever, and they yeah. were like, no, but where are you from? And then I would be like, yeah, my mom's from Colombia. <laughs> if, if that's what you're really needing to know right now. Yeah. Is that what you're truly asking? Yeah. Oh, What's up, everybody? This week, we are welcoming Eddie to the podcast. Smart dude. I've known for a minute through skateboarding and mutual friends. Dude has a really good head on his shoulders. Smart kid, but above all, just a genuinely good dude, like good person, always has a smile on his face, but still actually knows what's going on, even through, you know, the pain, the brother smiles a lot and uh, just gives off good positive energy. So I hope as always, you listen with an open heart and realize that this is somebody talking vulnerably about their own story. So yeah. I hope you listen, I hope you learn something, and I hope you can have empathy and hear out this brother. So, once again, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Go past this unless you answer where you're from originally. Here in Sweden, I mean. Oh, okay, so like... I've had I've had that feeling a bunch, personally, like... Yeah. You know, like... A lot of elderly people used mm-hmm. to ask me that as a kid, like, where are you from? And then I was like, yeah, I was born in that town or whatever. And they yeah. were like, no, but where are you from? And then I would be like, yeah, my mom's from Colombia. <laughs> if, if that's what you're really needing to know right now. Yeah. Is that what you're truly asking? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm recording already. Okay. Yeah, we're already on the air, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, um... Please introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, my name is Eddie Wulin. I am about to turn 23 and I'm currently residing in Gothenburg, Sweden. Nice. Yes. Um, and we know each other through skateboarding. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you not with a smile on your face, <laughs> not like having a good time. Even if you're not skating at the way you want to, you're still, I don't ever... I don't think I've ever seen you get mad. No, <laughs> like, it's it's a rare occasion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very rare occasion. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like of course you know, kind of the general idea of the podcast. Yeah, we were already sure. started to talk about. Yeah, we already went like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like, do you think that um, right now when people are asking that same question of like, where are you from? Do you think it's? Do you feel like it's gotten? A little bit easier, like you said, from when you were younger and elderly people were asking you? Yes, 100%. But I think that also what needs to be said is when I was younger, I was living in a much smaller, much smaller town. Right, right, right. Um, I think it was 26,000 people living in that t- town. Mm-hmm. And comparing that to, to this city, I think it's, it's way different because right. in, in that city in the middle of all out of nowhere it's people are really like uh, what should you say they're really conservative in their thinking right and the majority of people are conservative and then also it doesn't really help the fact that my mom and my two uncles were adopted by my grandma and grandpa Mm -hmm. and they were also the first three like brown kids in the in the city right like out of everybody so then that question it's always been with them, but when it came with me, it was always that thing of where are you from? And then I gave a clear answer that I'm from Sweden, but then you, they kind of always wanted to take it to the follow-up question, but like, where are you really from? Right, right, right. But then when I came here, it's, it's a lot more diversity in this city compared yeah. to that. There's yeah. a tons of diversity compared to that little, little hole up there. So I feel like definitely after I moved when I was nine, now we're maybe skipping a bunch of parts, but <laughs> after I moved here when I was nine, I feel yeah. like that question kind of eased off a little bit. Uh-huh. Like people weren't as as um, needing to know about it, you know. Right. And and if that, for example, like I went to um, a white preschool, predominantly white preschool, I would right. say, 
for example, if I went to like a, a homie's parents' house or whatever, they could ask that question, but like in a, in a way that wouldn't make me feel weird about it, if that makes sense. Like they would rephrase it sometimes. Huh. Like if, for example, if somebody asked me what my ethnicity is, right. instead of asking where you're from and then getting to my ethnicity, it, is it called ethnicity? Yeah, ethnicity, yeah. yeah. That, I feel like that to me personally is at least like two separate questions. Right. It's not all just balled up into the main point of they're trying to figure out Mm, what ethnic group you belong to or like your mother being like Afro-Latina. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. That's a, I I feel like, yeah, definitely that. It's good to hear though, because, and it's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you because like you're a lot younger and I think that like people don't feel that they're seeing change. Mm -hmm. Mm. And it's it is good to hear, super good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people from different generations and I don't know how people that are in their twenties are dealing with it or if you have to deal with it as much. Yeah. I think that um I could easily say that when I when I've gone back in like my teens and, and stuff for visits up there, because I still have old friends and of course, old yeah. family and stuff up there, could definitely run into some shit (laughs) yeah but shit has not changed that much up there from the from the older people yeah but then you know every kid who grows up in a family is usually like um, they take a lot of paint from that family if you know what i mean yes 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 they're like a receipt of what the family brought them up through very true very true and i I feel like a lot of kids up there kind of was brought up by parents that were like that, you know, yeah. these N-word fucks and yeah, you know. My mom had a, a, a tons of stories about some some gnarly Nazi shit in the nineties when I was a kid, and like I feel like these times when I've gone up there, it was mostly like some dude my age fucking with me at a party. But then I was with other dudes that were totally more down than me to fuck them up. <laughs> so it's been a lot of that. That's good. That's good. That's I've good had, to hear. I've had some more. It's good to hear. Like, <laughs> you got some allies up there that yeah. are like down to be a part of um, at least standing up and like standing up against and being actually anti racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because not, not like that's the measure. Davis. That's the measure that needs to be taken to. Exactly. Is to be anti racist. Angela Davis, who is still alive and like is now coming yeah. back into like pres- predominance in social media, which is dope. It's dope to see. I feel like she needs to be presented with some sort of award or some shit. Dude, she should have a statue. Yeah. Dr. Angela Davis should definitely have statues. 100%. Yeah. Um, she needs a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking last night about the statue in Vec, huh? Mm-hmm. Do you know about that one? Is it the Carl von Linné statue? Or? Well, there's that. Yeah. Hopefully that one's going to come down. Yeah. But the one of the um, the Jewish housewife that was swinging her purse at the Nazis when they were marching there in the 90s, there's a statue of her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think it might just be like a year old, but like that's... You know, that's a person you want a statue of. Yeah, exactly. Like, Somebody standing up to the evil powers. Yeah, and you know, she's like an older lady, and these guys are like young, young Nazis, yeah. young kids. I think we're seeing positive change right now. The revolution that's happening right now is an actual revolution. Yeah, definitely. And we're in the middle of it, in the middle of the whole thing. That's up. Badass posture she has. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> she looks like it's fucking on right now. She is taking zero <laughs> shit from anybody. Fuck yes. I will definitely man. post this photo in in this episode. Yeah. But like that photo needs some light. Oh man, sure. like I saw that shit. I was like, God damn, I am actually hyped to live in Sweden yeah. right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There yeah. are there are a couple cats that back the movement up for sure. And yeah. there is there's more to be there's more people needed. Yeah. But I also feel like uh, this the Swedish kind of way of being, mm-hmm. no matter if you're not non-racist or if we're talking the racist question or right. uh, uh, questions about female injustice or whatever. Right. I feel like Sweden is a country that people usually take a backseat usually in discussions. 
Is it you know? because of the whole like um what is it called like the Swedish tiger thing or whatever? I don't know. I don't. I I've heard some kind of story about being a Swedish tiger, like not saying anything, like the way tigers attack, they don't mm-hmm. war mm-hmm. until they're like up on you or something. But like, I I, I feel like I feel like I feel like we're kind of. Because you know, if you look at if you look at the opposites in in Denmark, for example, mm. like the Danish people are more, they're really outspoken and usually really honest people. Yeah. Like they usually like even if they got like bad stuff to say, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Saying that shit loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I think I have a cool jacket on, they're not a coward to say that they don't like it. You know I mean? <laughs> Yo, that's not working, chief. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You, you better rethink that shit. <laughs> But I think that's also a part of it because we're in 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 the in the in Scandinavia we're kind of the quiet cat. I feel like okay, out of all of the countries. Yeah, because I feel like uh, Norway. I feel like is a is a very like strategic and planned country in a sense where people get their fair share of say. You know. Yeah, and their but, racism is pretty strategic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> there's there's some systematic stuff yeah. there too, which is it's totally unfair but i'm thinking i feel like something is it's because if you're on the if you're on the left or on the right let's say hypothetically then you're usually voicing your opinion but then there's this void of people in the middle in sweden i feel like who are either if they're on this side or this side they're still quiet for some reason which i don't which i don't uh really get oh so you mean ah yeah yeah so it's basically a centrist is what we would call them in mm. the US. So if you're not a part of the right wing or left or leftist, you're kind of in the middle. You're the one that's like, oh, well, they don't have to burn things. Yeah, exactly. Like, motherfucker, exactly. what would you do if someone killed your child yeah. and the police were the ones that did it and no one cares? Yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't burn and break things. Okay, sure. What if that happened your entire life? To people of your family. Yes. Like, what if that happened? How would you feel? And past generations for that. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, and you've watched it for hundreds of years. You've been told stories. You've grown up in literally all of paintings, uh, poetry, music, movies. We've been talking about stuff that's happening right now for since the medium of movies came out. Hundreds. Like, for a hundred years. Yeah. For real. Like... Yeah, it's super, super, super crazy. Um, but I, I do understand that, like, the centrist part of Sweden are very, very quiet. But it also feels like on Sunday at the protest. Yeah. And I saw, yeah, I saw some things. Mm-hmm. I saw people there that I've literally had conversations with where they try to, like, white center mm-hmm. themselves. Like, I'm talking about being a black man and the fact that just my physical body is conflict. Mm. So I am more likely to be attacked or get into a physical altercation. Mm. Definitely. And then, you know, it's a white girl going, well, I'm a woman and I'm, and I'm like, dude, I'm not, see, I didn't, why'd you have to pull it to, all right, but like, sure. We're on this one topic right uh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I, I totally get that. But like, I totally get that. But no, I saw like a bunch of people there that were like, Yo, you ain't really, you ain't really about this life. Like, mm, yeah, I saw just showing faces. Yeah, I also saw some um, some Instagram, some Instagrams going on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So not not to be that person, but I mean, you don't have to flex with your outfit when you're at a protest. Yeah. It has no yeah. significant yeah. matter, no. unless your outfit actually physically has something to do with the protest. Which, yeah. Which, Which is still not the fucking time. No, it's, it's not still the not the it's fucking not the time. time. But if, if you're trying to justify it, it has to be at least that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But, yo, not yeah. to get, like, it, well, still on topic, but not to get on an unserious matter. Did you see the, the white dude in the... Fucking... Uh, in the African... Dashiki. Dashiki is what it's called. Once again, trying to white-center the conversation. Like, telling all <laughs> these black people, be quiet, be quiet, so I can fucking break this. Yeah, I got some the shit to say. Fuck? Stopping 
everything going on. What the fuck was that? Oh my god, it was the worst. I I I I, I couldn't help myself, but you had I, to laugh. Baby. I I was almost crying laughing. I I couldn't. I didn't know how to react in a different way. It just took me there. Like you know, you know when you get cramped yeah, from yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. I, I experienced that for the first time in half a year. Like just because of that video. It's, I, it it's like the old most deaf saying. Or the song where he's like, yo, it's so serious, I'm laughing. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. like, dude, I could not believe my, my face. I couldn't believe my eyeballs. Like, I could not believe that, like, he stopped an entire protest. Yeah. With a, like, who is that dude? That dude is definitely the ops. Like, he has to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no other explanation <laughs> for what he was trying to do. It was like the weirdest, I'm cool with the kids type move. <laughs> That was, that was big narc energy. Yeah. Oh, for real, for real. big narc energy. It's for yeah. real, dude. I, 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 I am 100% sure that dude was somewhere around, like, first of all, got there, tried to buy weed, like, later that night, like, you got some of that tweed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just walking by, I'm like, no. <laughs> but, I know who you are. I've seen that Jiggy before. Yeah, I've seen them fucking moves. Oh, dude. That was bad. That was rough. <laughs> the narc head spin. <laughs> so, we're gonna take a break of the narc head spin. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man, we're back. We're talking about um, the protests here in Gothenburg with um, Black Lives Matter. And um, we're just talking about things that we both saw. We didn't get to see each other, which no. is unfortunate, but at the same time we knew like we knew everybody was there. Like yeah. we I think a lot of people I got I heard from a friend in Spain talking about, yo, I didn't realize there were so many black people in, in Sweden. Like, yeah, man, we out here. We yeah, out here. We're up here too. <laughs> <laughs> we are everywhere. You're not getting rid of us. No, no, absolutely not. But you were saying there was um something that you were feeling about how this fight is going so far. Yeah, I feel that um, it, it's going to be a little bit trouble on our side mm -hmm. because there is many views and angles depending on where you are and how you tackle the question. For example, how we discussed the picture before. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect example of somebody not being educated in their own matter that they're fighting over, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that wrong message gets spread it out and more people spread that. So some, some way we got to keep educating within the team or whatever you say and then extend no. that like educate outwards too. Very, both very, very in true. and outwards. Very true, very true. And it's also one thing that I feel like might get us is the fact that I think the individual consciousness is the most important thing no. in this question matter. Because if if you can open up your own conscience to get to a point where you don't not to say not identify with your color because that's not the right way to put it but make the color of your skin not be judgmental what what, what i mean is for example i'm in a i'm in a position in my life mm. where i've constant like for me i'm a human right, 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 One. right, right. then after that comes my interest and then some further down the line comes the definition of my skin because right. to me, that's not, not of importance. Well, it shouldn't be. No. By principle, it shouldn't be. But in this moment in time, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like... And the pointing out of the fact that it's like, yeah, it's the first thing that people see. And like, if you are in a place of privilege that you don't have to think about it in that way, then yeah, it's probably going to be a lot easier to get up and move through your life yeah. without it being the first thing that you're like, oh, shit, how am I going to be perceived? Mm. Like, you're also a tall black dude too, so like, you're not, you're not a small dude, you're kind of big, so like, yeah. that like, maybe it is a thing, I know it's how I was raised, mm. which is like, 
after I got to a certain height, it was like, yo, you gotta watch how you talk to people. Yeah. You gotta watch. Um, first I'm black, but I'm also from New Jersey. Like I talk with my hands constantly. Yeah. Like my hands are always moving. People got like, the gesturing. Yeah, and people are like, yo, that makes people scared. It makes people nervous. And I'm like, dude, I can't lessen and lessen and lessen myself yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like sure. you just you diminish yourself so much mm. just to live in a white society. Yeah. It's like the thing I posted yesterday where it's like hairstyles. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because you commented it. It was like what hairstyles are and are not professional. And the fact that like the shit that just literally grows out of our head and the way it grows yeah. is considered undesirable, unprofessional is yeah, it's a fuck it's an insane thing. That's yeah. why my other podcast is called Parallel Universe. Yeah. Because we live next to each other. And like speaking to what you were saying, like, I don't have I guess the ability to ever do that myself. Mm. Like, cause I wake up and I have three people that I'm responsible for. So I'm like, all right. And because they are um, half white, I feel like I need to explain to them like that doesn't, that isn't as relevant because that's not going to help. No, exactly. The world doesn't see you in that way. Like, but, uh, but I, I do understand what you mean by like, actually, but that, that also stems from the background of each other, the individual background that you and me don't share. Yeah, know? exactly. Because exactly. where, where, where you come from is, is a totally different story than me coming from a shithole in Dalarna or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, that's also, and that's also why I think it's probably easy for me to reach that point. But my main point with it is that to educate another person, you have to educate yourself first. Right. And that's also a problem with the media today because sometimes you can get media thrown in your face with some content that might not be fully trustworthy and you also got to be ready to question a lot of the shit that you see yeah, yeah. because I feel like uh, that's what I mean with conscious too is because you got to be conscious enough to see what's made by someone for example if it's if it's a right wing made article <laughs> yeah. about the left side or for example you gotta be conscious enough to be able to see that somehow right. you know and think about every information you read and see because that's holds an incredible importance too to what you educate in the end of course and of also course. what you educate yourself with what and I think that's great with social media though is that it's democratizing yeah the media period yeah I was at a barbecue last night and when I'm talking about um, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend mm. who shot at the police because he heard a knock at the door, asked who it was, nobody answered. And then someone started like fidgeting with yeah. the door trying to get in. So he let off a warning shot and they shot 30 bullets into the house yeah, from outside. It's, it's an astronomical action. It is. But when I talked about it last night, the people that I'm at the barbecue are, that like were having the barbecue, they're like, what? For real? I didn't hear any of this. And I'm like, yeah, and dude's locked up right now. And they're like, what? Why? And I'm like, yeah, how, you don't have any information about this in Sweden? And they're like, no, they don't say anything about it. When did this happen? And I'm like, uh, two months ago. They're like, dude, I thought that was like years ago. I'm like, nah, man, nah. That's, oh. It's... It's really strange, like you were saying. That's also the weirdness with social media, though, because it depends It depends on what content you, as a person, actively watch. Yeah. Which is and also going to... Curate. Yeah, it curates, and that comes back to you. So if you, if you don't really are, like, in the BLM circuit of the media, maybe you're going to miss a lot of the information. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah, very true, very which true. is just a basic function of social media, which can also be a poison in the end to to win the battle or whatever you should say in big words. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, yeah, I, oh, that's some crazy shit with the Breonna Taylor. Oh my God. Yeah, the, they just, they, they just passed a law about no knock warrants, but it's nothing. It's the same as the, um, it's the same as uh, BLM Boulevard going up to si- 1600 Pennsylvania, going up to the White House. Mm. Um, it's the same as oh we're banning chokeholds chokeholds were already banned yeah what do you but there's no 
like all of these little things that look like um, progress, I guess. Mm. It, like you said before, this is a marathon, dude. Yeah. So like those are not even those are little paper cups of water that you splash on your face. Like, yeah. all right, I can make it through another six miles of this. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not even it's not even water that you drink. It's just to cool your head down. Yeah. All right, I got more motivation to keep going because we all have to. Mm. This is a long, long fight. We've been fighting for hundreds of years already. Yeah, and this so, fight is going to keep going too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be... Whew. It's not a visible end if people are thinking that the protest was like making a visible end to it because that's yeah, it's so been, far from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's, protest was literally just... It was just... Yeah, it it was a letter in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Saying, "Hey, we we're not, you know, not going to be here. There, we are here. We are talking about this. Like, we're gonna actively need to raise the question heavily again." Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's gonna be too. raised more time. Yeah, it's I gonna mean, be raised more times. It's not like, but it sucks though. I I feel like it sucks in the sense that something like the George Floyd happening, for example, which was. I feel like to me, in my experience, mm. was maybe an extra trigger point. Yeah, like when that happened, because I feel like after that happened, I feel like shit just turns up real quick. Well, there in, was in most of parts of America first, and then it, it it was contagious to the rest of the Western Hemisphere at least. Yeah, it was Ahmaud Arbery who was killed. One highway exit from where my family is from, where my family reunions are, where my Grandmother and mother are buried. Yeah. It's one highway exit. Brunswick, Georgia. It's right next to us, right next to Kingsland. That happened, then Breonna Taylor happened, and then George Floyd happened. And since then, Mm -hmm. there's been a bunch of people dying at the hands of police. And all of these things, like like we were just talking about, it's been a hundred years in the making. And it's been in all of Go back and watch old Fresh Prince. Go back and watch old Family Matters. Like, go back and watch any black show, TV show, movies, music, all of it. It's always, we've always spoken about it mm. and we've been marching about it. Like, I was at the Million Man March back in 95. Like, there's always been something being said about it and no one has listened. So, like people are saying, man, if, we're gonna have to burn some shit down to get yeah. people to listen again. Because in '93 there were riots in LA and nobody did anything after yeah. Rodney King. Like, it's this is just it's pretty amazing to see that it's global at this point. Yeah. Like, I was I definitely cried at the protest just seeing like the fact that y'all were there. There's and when I say y'all, <laughs> I mean like young Afro Swedes. Yeah. And like. There were so many, like, my kids that were there with, like, friends that were white, South Asian, mm-hmm. Southeast Asian. I was like, yo, like, I was so fucking proud to see that shit. And there were so many, from, yeah, from, like, you know, teenage kids up to, like, young adults yeah. and, like, people my age were there. I was just like, man, I was real, real. The old Rastafarian dude should not be he, forgotten. He actually he was, was at my really friend's he gave a speech at my friend's grandmother's funeral mm. okay. right in Cortadola. I've known that dude for years, man. I've known that dude for probably 10 years. Yeah, yeah, And I see him all the time in my neighborhood at the library. Like, he is good people. I was, I was so hyped when he said, he said something like, He's been here for 30 years. Yeah, 30 years longer than Yimmy Okisong. I was like, you hit him hard, dude. <laughs> Like no letting back, full gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full gas. Yeah, yeah. That was that. That was a good statement. I really, really like that. Those yeah. words being said. And that dude is he is a just he's he's positive energy just walking this earth. Yeah. And walking the northeastern side of the city. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've known him for ten years, and he always, no matter what time of day it is, he always speaks. Mm always walk up and I I met him you know one time really and ever since then he's just always been hey how you doing alright yeah. like always that's that's what's up too yeah, that's man. really what's it's up it's good because I like there's no I don't know how do you do you do the nod here 
Sometimes, <laughs> but one thing that's weird, you know, because I'm this weird hybrid mix, right? Right, right, right. I'm, right. I'm according to my mom, she's half Gambian, which makes me quarter Gambian then. Okay. And then she's also half Colombian, and then I'm half Swedish. Oh, so I'm like yeah. this little hybrid mix. Right, 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 right. So I feel like sometimes when I try to give the nod, I've actually gotten denied. <laughs> Oh, no. I was like, sometimes I've been left hanging. Oh no, no right? <laughs> then, then I walk out with my my uncle, who is he's uh, aborted um, uh, or adopted, adopted. He's yeah. adopted from Portugal, but his parents were originally from Northern Africa. So he's oh, okay, he, he's yeah. darker than you too. <laughs> and he, he's, he, he's like a building. He's like two meters. And oh shit, bodybuilder dude. <laughs> Yo. But then then he speaks he speaks Swedish like a, a perfect Swede from from Dalarna. From Dalarna. Yeah. <laughs> So, han har lite det här uttalet. So my, my white friends were always really intimidated, but then when they talked to him, they were like, oh shit, he actually sounds like a freaking grandpa. Like a giant grandpa teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, But then he, he's really funny with that stuff because he has, he has a little handicap from his mother doing drugs when she was pregnant okay, and okay. stuff like that. So he has, he has like a little, you don't really notice it socially, but sometimes mm. you notice it. But I remember one time we were at Frölunda Tori when I was a kid. Right. Uh, have you been in where the two big circles are? It's like two floors. Yeah. For, we were at, on one side of the two circles, right? And it's a pretty good distance in that shopping mall. And then there was this African dude walking on the other side. Right. And then he just stands and yells like, Africa! <laughs> and the whole mall, dude, the whole mall stops. Everybody stops dead in their tracks. And then you just hear that dude. Oh! <laughs> on the side. It's so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, on my, uh, <laughs> yo, that's so dope. That's so dope. But I, I have a, there's a internal issue that I'm having about that. Mm. I, I'm clearly of African descent. I'm yeah. black. Yeah. There's no bones about it. But for me to say that I'm African and not American mm. would be me disrespecting the fact that my family was taken there. My family, blood, sweat, and tears is in the soil yeah. of America. Like I just said, where my grandmother and my grand and my mother are buried, that graveyard used to be a slave graveyard. Yeah. In the far back of it, yeah. we're like my grandparent is buried on top of our ancestors. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that it's... is our family's plot. That yeah. is hollow ground for us. Mm. So like for me to say that I'm not American would be like, yo, I'm just shitting on them. But then also I feel the same thing for the African part yeah. of me, but I don't have any place I can claim. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have anywhere that I can say, oh, I'm from, Gambia or like I'm definitely from Congo or like mm. so for that way like I have this struggle of like if somebody were to say that because people mm. old dudes have definitely been like yo Africa I'm yeah. like yes I, 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 know to say. Like, I guess dude <laughs> I'm with you <laughs> no for real but I literally do that I'm like yeah Word. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go over here and get these potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> My kids want some potato chips. Yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's dope, man. That is so dope. He, he he's he's a funny cat for sure. I want to I want to get back to. Yeah, uh, to my mom and to to my uncle's upbringing, because mm -hmm. like I said earlier in the podcast, there were the three first people that. Well, my mom was from Colombia, and my one of my uncles was aborted for, or adopted from Portugal and then the other one is from Ethiopia okay uh, so it's a, it's a little salad mix That's of dope. three kids oh, yeah. um, I can't remember the actual reasoning why they adopted but I think it was because my grandmother couldn't have kids I think okay but their upbringing uh, in that town was sort of weird because when they of course they experienced the racism and the whole the whole shebang you know right but then they all, I feel like they all handled it in different ways. For example, my, my uncles, after a while, they, I feel like they sort of took a step forward and were like, 
fuck everybody right now. We're going to sug out everybody. <laughs> because my youngest uncle, who I was talking about uh, with the friend of Toy Story, right. he turned into, like, uh, at, at a point in time, like a really big drug dealer and thug, and people feared him in some sense. Right. But I feel like that's because the oppression he lived through before. That's, you know but that's I, mean? a, I think that's the thing about that a lot of white people are starting to realize that this shit doesn't affect everybody in the same way. Yeah. And we all are going, it's a mental health crisis for real. Yeah, definitely. It does a number on you mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. So people are going to react differently. Mm. And that, that doesn't even, none of that surprises me, man. No, no, no. What about your other uncle though? Uh, my other uncle turned into like the, the little weaker point of a thug. <laughs> He wow. was he was also doing like the selling moonshine and uh, nice. making moonshine, <laughs> and he was also putting I, I don't know how you say but in Swedish Swedish it's called trimma when like when you tune up cars. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So he was doing a lot of that like okay. making money off that in the beginning, and then my mom, uh, her perspective is different because she was a she's a woman of course. Yes. So she had different troubles, but what happened with her is. Uh, after a while, there was this group of young white dudes called Bolang and Familian. And that's, um, they were like a little gangster group, yeah. maybe you could say. But what they did when they met her was to, you know, raise her instead, you know, put mm -hmm. her on a pedestal, you know, like right. they, they took care of her for real. Mm -hmm. Compared to the, the kids in her city at that time that were constantly on her instead about yeah, yeah, yeah. her pigment but when they when they met her they 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 praised her a little bit instead you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, carried her through a lot of shit and stood up for her in a lot of different situations that's good to hear and that's sure. also through uh like uh, how she met my dad too was through that groupation okay as well uh, and he was also an old skater back in the day in like 90 Five to ninety-seven, I think. That's dope. <laughs> I did I, not know that. Yeah, yeah. He's he was he was skating for a while too. Like, uh, he was pretty good too, for all I've heard. My mom has some old VHSs when they were in the subway in Stockholm, and some yeah. some dudes were skating, and she was there with me and stuff. Like they were shooting some WSC video <laughs> down there, and Yo. she was there with me and shit. So. What? And you know, like the old skater, um, Chris Ostrom, do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. He, he did some shit after, but yeah. there's also like a lot of pictures of him hanging around me as a kid. And wow. Yeah. Like I that, skated with him when I first moved here. That, that Stockholm group of, of skaters used to come up there to hang out with Bowling and Familian and also my okay. mom and her friends too. Wow. So yeah, they had a little crew going, mm. but they raised her instead you know what i mean and that's that's a specifically at that time in the 90s in sweden in a small town that's not. that's a heavy heavy thing to do yeah that was not like the regular thing to no, do no. back then from what i've heard and yeah, learned from yeah, yeah. everybody that i know here yeah and i mean when i was a kid she had one time this story she she tells she used to tell me it all the time but um, she was just hanging out with me in her crib in uh, second story of a apartment building mm -hmm. and then some skinheads come knocking on the door right a bunch of cats right and they're you know screaming kicking the door whatever so she takes me and she jumps from the balcony right and runs over to this um, lady called Gunhild who's like a <laughs> family friend to us and hides right. out over there that nickname, how's that name? Yeah, that's a very Swedish name. Yeah, it's a very Swedish yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. she. <laughs> Gunil was also a really rad cat. <laughs> nice. Smoking cigs inside, and <laughs> baking sugar cakes, and like oh, man, always yeah. having mad opinions about these stupid skinheads and stuff. Yeah, she, really? she was badass. Nice. Yeah, she was. I remember my mom telling another story though. I'm not done with the first one. No, go ahead, go finish but, the first one first. Yeah, first one first, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> she, she jumped out of there, called the police or whatever. And then she also called another neighbor called Walter who lived in a, who lived in a, cause it, it's her best friend's father. Okay, Walter. nice, nice. And Walter is, uh, he's, he was a little alcoholic at that time. 
but he was like it doesn't matter if it was one to six or one to ten he was in you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. so he came over there with like a I, I can't remember what she said it was a bat or a crowbar or something right. and stood down there and waited for the people to come out you know because they were stealing in her stairwell oh, when shit. she was at the other crib and so they, they punched out all the windows and the stairwell and shit and they came out but then they saw Walter and they were not fucking with Walter he just <laughs> ran off because Walter is kind of he, he, he's a cat that's like uh, really not a really not a coward <laughs> he, w- he would stand up to anybody his name's Walter yeah, it, yeah. Sounds, it sounds very very fucking not taking shit yeah. from anybody yeah, like. yeah and that's that's just one of the incidents of many like that one but um, no, so like your life as a small child and like your mother's life was definitely a lot of conflict yeah, just a lot because of, of conflict. Who, she, who she was and also also to get back to the Gunil story first is that yeah. she told me she was in the grocery store with Gunil one time and there was like these even like teenage skinhead guys like not even grown ups and Gunhild told him to get the fuck out of the line and get their opinions the fuck out of the store. <laughs> and Gunhild was like 70 at the time, you know, like a little scrawny lady. Like, get the fuck out Whoa. of my way right now. Everybody needs that. Everybody yeah, everybody needs, that, needs that. I, I don't think I don't think my mom would have made it out there if it wasn't for a few personalities like that. Get yourself you know I mean? a Gunhild in your life. Yeah, get yourself <laughs> a fucking Gunhild. I need one, I need one. A roll dog. Yeah, man. No, she 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 was a, a, a definite backbone to my mom yeah. to to get her you know up on her feet and get her out of there kind of. It's also it's another crazy story where my mom was. This is before I was born though, mm-hmm. uh, but my mom was babysitting Gunhild's daughters' daughters. Okay, grand grandchildren. Yeah, 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 grandkids. Easier to say, um, <laughs> but they were out biking or whatever. And then all of a sudden they hear a rock coming behind them and they look back and there's this like maybe five people running after them with rocks. What? So it's, it's, it's two white girls and my mom on each bikes and the, the two small girls, they, they were like six and 10, you know? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's chucking rocks like, and rocks as in a, a, a solid rock yeah not gravel you know? Jesus so. so it's just a, 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 a bunch of series of, of weird happenings like that that my mom had to go through kind of in the in the and this is 90s yeah this is 90s yeah this is probably 93 95 96 somewhere oh, around there she is 40 she's turning 42 this year okay so she had me when she was 19 uh. Yeah, so she was young at the time too, which definitely did not help out either. Yeah. But one thing that I wanted to get to with my mom also is the fact that when I was born, mm-hmm. in some sense, which was also kind of weird because I was the first kid born by a mother of other descent in that town too. Wow, I didn't even which, think about that. Which also is, is a second degree weirdness yeah. for, for the white folks in that town, you know? And then people tried to get into her life to just see how she dealt with me just because of her descent, kind of. And they were, whoa, 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 they were whoa. trying to involve themselves in a way of how she was raising her kid. So they were trying to put her in check or like keep, keep tabs on her yeah. to see... If she was going to be a good or bad mother? Yeah. You want another good story, bro? <sighs> oh, hang on, man. That <laughs> shit hurts. Like, that's hurting my my heart mostly, but it also hurts my brain. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked, dude. Then again, I can't, I can't lie. I've definitely had people tell, like, random white people try to regulate me and like, why do you talk to your kids like that? I talk to my kids like they grown. Yeah. Because I think they're smart. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't, I don't talk to them. Hey, Linda Kuma. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's up? What, you doing? what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. What you want to do today? Like, yeah, yeah that's like, <laughs> is the way you're supposed to conversate with your kids. Yeah, I speak to them like they are, they have just the same level of intelligence as I do because I think they honestly, they are smarter than me. Yeah. Like, they are way smarter than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to hold them to where you think their, their level is at. Yeah. Too. That's, I mean, if if, you, make if you want to, to have a little kid that's kind of down here, you could always try to raise him like this. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> then, then they're going to become that quiet person in real yeah, yeah, yeah. debates in the end. I got three daughters, man. I'm trying to make them as loud and as yeah. proud as possible. <laughs> Get them hard as nails. Hold it hard, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. But so, like. I wanted to get to another system. story. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would I would like you to, to brace and sit down, but you're already sitting down. Shit. <laughs> this one blows my mind till, till this one will probably blow my mind until the end of my breaths. You know what I mean? She had had me for three years, not had a sip of alcohol for five years. Mm-hmm. Got a babysitter for me. Totally fine. Right. Went out during the day to have lunch with her friends. Had three glasses of wine during that time. Right. Three glasses of wine shouldn't be a debate or really questionable if you got no. a babysitter for your kid. Uh. Especially since it's during the light of day. Yeah, yeah. Some person called social services ah. in that time to give an anonymous tip about my mom being out drinking and not knowing where I was. But... Clear. <sighs> That shit is insanity. <laughs> how do you justify wow. how do you justify that call? It's it's like are you not a human yourself? <laughs> Have you never like what the fuck? So that's that's the that's the first time that I got into social security in Sweden which is kind of also a weird one. I feel like Wait, they took you? No, no, they no, no. You? They they didn't separate us. But, but they made a report which yeah. meant that you were like in the system and that. Yeah, it's, it was no. like a, it was like a, a an, an utredning. I don't know. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, man! What? So that yeah, that's that's like I I I, I yeah. I don't have any more words about it. <laughs> it's there it's, are no words for that. It's, it's it's the story in its pure form, you know. That's, there's no words for that. That's what happened. Three glasses of red wine can get you into social trouble for having a babysitter, dude. Yeah, I don't understand that, dude. And right? it's not like the babysitter was some cat from Bolenje familia, and I was at my grandma's house. <laughs> as safe as I could be. That's literally why people stay in their home. A part of the reason why we had kids in the city is because my ex-wife's grand, her parents live here. Mm. So we always had a babysitter. Yeah. Like every parent does that. Yeah. They drop the kids off with the grandparents so that they can have a human life yeah. outside of it because you cannot just always be a parent all the time. No, exactly. You need to be... You need to have a day where you can go day drink and have a couple of glasses Definitely. of wine, like with your friends. Especially when you're, I think she was about to turn 22. Yeah, exactly. You know? You're 22 years old, what the fuck? Oh my God, bro. Bruh. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, it's an astronomical action for a person to-, to Astronomical is a word, because so that person is a fucking ass. Dude. Yeah, and it's, the fact that it's worse is the fact that you're such a big coward that you make an anonymous tip. Also fact, yeah. Anonymous fact. tip, like for real? What, you're gonna anonymously tip out somebody for drinking three glasses of wine? Just while the fact that you probably had six beers in front of your own kids? Yeah, right? It's like, so who, who are you to judge in that sense? But that's also one thing that I kind of wanted to get into because I feel like in the Western Hemisphere of the world, mm-hmm. I feel like there's an individual problem that's past racism and all this. And I feel like a lot of ordinary people have a sense to see themselves as the middle of the planet or the middle of the universe or the yeah. middle of where stuff is happening. Right, right, right. And that's also something that you notice when you bring up certain dis- like global discussions with people, for example, here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of sense of that, yeah, where I am is in the middle of the world. Not that it's spoken that I am, but from the sense that you can hear them talking. That they're centering themselves. Yeah, that their experience or their thinking is what matters. Their local thoughts about it, you know what I mean? Also true, very true. And that's also why I talked about consciousness before, because I feel like as individuals fighting for the right cause, we need to get past that too. I get it. I get what you mean. Because that, that thing ex- exists no matter shape, form, or color, you know. True. But, like, if you think about the guy, what's the guy, Daniel, I, we don't even need to say his no. name. The dude in Aftonblade that was like, 
you're bringing, you're importing a problem that's not in Sweden. Oh yeah, the, the like ex- ex- Express an article or whatever it was. I don't know if it was. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I can't remember. All I do remember is just like this person has zero concept mm. because he's centering himself in a conversation that he has no business of being a part of. Exactly. You cannot talk about the black experience as a white middle-aged dude that is the... Uh, that came out of a rich family in certain amount. No shit. It's, 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 you, you know what I mean? Like, he, and he is a, what is he, public, a public relations uh, advisor for the city? Or what, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You're centering yourself, same thing with the dude breakdancing, trying to center himself when like, this has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, look at it as a fact of like, there's a reason all of this is happening. Mm. Whether you're a part of it or not, it's gonna happen. Mm. And if you're gonna center yourself in it, then that's just you trying, that's, that says way more about you than it does about anything mm. that's happening. Like it just says- Or anything you're, you're trying to stand for. Exactly. Know? It says like, you're just, yeah, it's very, very, very disturbing. That's also like a disease mm. I feel like we need to get over as a, a the human population for example if we're discussing the climate crisis yeah that's like the the best receipt you can get from where a person's perspective comes from when they're discussing it mm-hmm. which is really important I because think. climate racism also exists yeah yeah it's, <laughs> like, it's serious it's a hundred percent serious super weird that like if you know like food inequality um all of these things kind of point to the exact same thing of like, yo, the whole planet is like in this society where it's just all these different systems of oppression mm. kind of fall on one specific type of people. Yeah. So yeah, it's God damn it, man. But I think we gotta cut it short because we've already been like over an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we went in a little bit. Yeah, we're, and there's also like we need to talk again at another point because, like, there's deeper stories. Like, I can make it a two-parter if you under, want. Yeah, let's do that. We should do that. We should yeah, do that. I can because make there's under stories that, like, some of the things that you talked about, about yeah. where you grew up and how you grew up, that, like, and again, we're not trying to center you in the universe, but. No, no, no. No, no, no. But <laughs> this is actually about you telling your story and it gives a context, like a context yeah. to the society, the larger, in a larger way that we live in here in Sweden mm. and on a globe and in the world, man. Yeah. So I really appreciate you sharing and like giving yourself in a, in a way that like, hopefully there's kids and even adults and people like that are your mother and my age that, can hear this and say like, yo, mm. <laughs> for lack of a better term, like the kids are doing good. Like yeah. the kids are all right. Yeah. Like, you're, kids are doing their best trying, yeah, to, trying to get it, trying to get it through. <sighs> I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank you for, for having me on. <laughs> I would be glad to make this a two or three parter. Let's I got more to say. <laughs> yeah. And thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.